0: Welcome to our podcast, We Got The Nod A new and bold internet radio show designed for those who are on a conscious path of awakening
1: We are here to uplift and inspire you To share practical tools and techniques To assist you stepping into your highest expression As spirit having a human experience.
0: We will get raw and real, sharing kundalini yoga, music, poetry and mantra, and so much more.
1: Let us open our hearts and minds to our true potential, making the impossible possible, the surreal real. Let's
0: begin! Greetings from Lake Atatlan, Guatemala. This is Charles Preston, co-founder of School of Nod, and co-producer of We Got Nod, Internet Radio, with my beautiful, beloved, Kristen. Yes. <laughs> Lots of changes are happening here at the majestic Sound Temple of San Marcos. How symbolic that both Kristen and myself have rebirthed ourselves in the name of Christ, Jesus, the Holy Father, and the Holy Spirit. And simultaneously both felt inspired to to drop our spiritual names. Not entirely, of course. They still honor the lineage Yogi Bhajan and the golden chain of kundalini yoga masters. i grateful for the name Hariram, the full name Hariram Singh, the translation, Creative Lion of the Universal Lord. In fact, <laughs> I've always been into numbers. I, I've always loved numbers. And, and this year, 2023, I turned 60 Born in 1963. Exactly half my life ago, (laughs) 1993, I received the name Hari Ram Singh from Yogi Bhajan while I was living in Toronto. And so it's exactly 30 years, half of my life, that I've living with this name and more so up until very recently and uh, now I feel ready to release that um, identity, if you will and return to my roots my Christian roots I was baptized as Charles Preston and a parallel Direction has happened with our kirtan, <laughs> and of course, for Kristen and myself, the kirtan experience, leading kirtan, very much inspired by again Kundalini Yoga and the magnificent mantras and kirtan legacy that Yogi Bhajan fostered in the community. The three Ho. And lo and behold, it happened quite organically, spontaneously. Our kirtan also changed names recently. We now call it the Jesus kirtan. I cannot begin to tell you all the amazing changes, inspirations, visions, blessings. I recently... Produced with, with Kristen's support a four part live video series on YouTube titled From Plant Medicine to Jesus Christ, chronicling three separate plant medicine ceremonies between 2012 and 2013, in which I was saved. By the Master Himself, the King of Kings, <laughs> showed up in my hour of need three separate times. And I mentioned these titles. the The fourth episode is um, a conclusion from the first three stories. My uh, my salvation coming out of three times out of plant medicine ceremonies um, in the arms of Christ and God Almighty feeling saved reborn in a sense um, and I mention these as well because this is a theme now that's become crystal clear with Kristen and I that our ministry in the School of Nod, that we founded five, five years ago, are now shifting their focus to this central theme, which is from the New Age to Jesus Christ from the New Age to Christianity as a living practice. That's the beauty of it from our perspective, having devoted many years in my life to studying masters, and their teachings from from various traditions, including, of course, uh, the Kundalini Yoga tradition. Um, Gautam Buddha, studying many of the ancient texts and some of the practices. Uh, Lao Tzu you know, Sun Tzu, the, the great Taoist masters, Chuang Tzu. Um, I still incorporate yin and yang theory uh, very much in my, my teaching as a Kundalini Yoga instructor. And so, yes, yeah, a fascination with the East. I studied Shiatsu with a, a master from Japan. Uh, studied some Qigong Aikido and Tai Chi at various points in my early development. And uh, yes, and studied Zen as well and Zen Buddhism to some degree. And now, having come back <laughs> to Christ, to my Christian roots, I feel mm, empowered and, and strengthened by. All of these practices and studies, disciplines, I can apply some of these to my newfound (laughs) love of all things to do with Jesus, the Bible, the Gospels, and worship. Kirtan is a perfect example. Mm. And could it be this simple, chanting the name, the holy name, whomever, for me, there's no doubt now, the name of Yeshua, Jesus, is the most potent, <laughs> and powerful name <clears throat> that I've ever recited, ever chanted. Now, I've chanted many <laughs> names over the years. Uh, I never felt mm, a strong connection to the Hindu deities. Mm. At some point, say, you know, chanting Shiva, there was something there for sure. Perhaps because of the other Shiva worshippers <laughs> that I was with the Gurmukhi mantras that um, inspired and still, to some degree, inspired me for many years, uh, certainly being the focus of my Kirtan experience, and Kristen's as well, of course, together since uh, 2005, almost 20 years leading Kirtan. These, some of these beautiful mantras and, and sacred shabbats songs. And, and yet, it's another language, it's another culture. Gurmukhi has Sanskrit roots. Yeah, we, one could argue that English does have some Sanskrit uh, etymology, for sure. <laughs> However, English is my mother tongue. Um, so singing songs of worship now and hymns, uh, primarily in English, as well incorporating some ancient Hebrew, and Aramaic, is the bomb, <laughs> and our kirtan has exploded <laughs> in a short time. Um, people here in this community, at San Marcos, I think, are somewhat confused about this, and so we haven't been drawing a lot of people. <laughs> So far, the Jesus kirtan. And the people who have come, have shown up, because nobody else is doing anything like this, uh, apart from the locals, who, who love to sing to, to Christ, to God. Um, the people who do come, um, bring a lot of devotion, love, and we have this beautiful, beautiful kirtans now. Praising the Lord. (laughs) Yes, and coming back to the name. The name. Recently, Kristen and I have witnessed um, scenes of deliverance in various churches. And even more recently, in the cinema. (laughs) Have you noticed? Um, Not one, but... Numerous movies and documentaries are popping up all of a sudden um, around the story of Jesus. And for us, one of the most significant stories uh, just recently came out on my birthday. (laughs) Coincidentally, on my birthday weekend, the movie titled The Jesus Revolution, which documents a real story from the early 70s in California. The pastor Chuck Smith and his uh, fortuitous, uh, fateful meeting with a young pastor named Lonnie Frisbee from the Bay Area. And wow, a movement was born there. In California, they called it the Jesus Movement. Others called it the Jesus Revolution. Another film I haven't seen it yet. I believe it's a documentary, but I'm not even sure. It, It focuses on the very important theme of deliverance in the Christian faith. This has been lost along with what we feel the more felt and joyous forms of worship. They go hand in hand. Deliverance is describing a an exorcism of sorts when yes, when demonic spirits entities are removed or exercised from a person or persons, it could be an entire group, <laughs> as in a movie theater. This scene that was caught on film depicts a woman who is down on the floor in the cinema while the movie is still playing with the help of some others uh, going through a deliverance Usually, and often, as in this case, there's screaming, uh, struggle. You can see, of course, and and hear the inner struggle as she wrestles with this presence and and releasing it. And what are the the people helping her saying? Well, they're saying the same thing that's (laughs) being shown in the movie itself, which is... uh, The name, ushering the name. This is the key again. It's so simple. All the the supporter, the practitioner needs to say, really, is come out in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, come out. And to say it with real power and, and meaning. And perhaps repeating it until the desired outcome. The people who made this movie (laughs) on the same theme had a feeling, (laughs) I don't know that they planned it this way, but they were anticipating that spontaneous deliverances would happen in the cinema while people were watching it. And that's exactly what we witnessed So this is one aspect of the name, calling, ushering in the holy name, in a deliverance. When one is confronted in their own life or in some other person, confronted with evil, dark spirits or energies, call it Satan, demons, what have you. The best response, of course, it's even better if, if it's coming from at least one Christian, one person who has already been delivered and, and welcomed Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Even without, to call the name with all one's power and Mm. bhakti, devotion, in Jesus' name, come out, in Jesus' name. There's nothing more powerful as this. Almost sounds too good to be true, doesn't it? So simple. (laughs) And this is the same power which I was speaking earlier in terms of kirtan. When we're chanting, (laughs) celebrating together, we can literally chant the name of Jesus, Yeshua, over and over again. And never really wanting to stop uh, because we just feel more expanded, more expansive, and more of the blessing of the Holy Spirit. Um, is there a better way to channel and to express the Holy Spirit within us than through singing devotional songs, mantras? I don't know. I don't think so, because for me the nod, the holy nod, the holy sound current, is the Holy Spirit. It's another word, or certainly at least another aspect of the Holy Spirit, manifest through sound, through vibration. All mystical traditions speak about this, the holy sound current. But my interpretation of the Genesis has to include this important aspect the sound current had to be present, right? From the beginning. God manifests through sound, vibration. Every tree, every blade of grass, every insect, and bird, and mammal. And so... I, I refer to the life force as also as God force, the Nod, the Holy Spirit. It is our very sustenance, <clears throat> without which we perish. The Master says it. Come to me, come to God in know everlasting life. Resist and you shall know death. Death is assured then when we when we reject the Holy Spirit it has to be. Then our our capacity for life self is severely limited. Look around, don't you see this? I do. People of all ages, all backgrounds. Liberal, conservative, even <laughs> Everyone seems depleted to some degree and many to large degree. I'm, I'm actually quite concerned. Um, all the lockdowns and the, <sighs> the masks and the you-know-whats and, and the boosters, all of these things uh, have only exacerbated what was already serious... Epidemic. I would call it epidemic. It's an epidemic of of confusion. Feeling lost. Um, an epidemic of fatigue. Insomnia. The majority of people in the West are are suffering from some form of sleep condition disturbance. Insomnia is more the norm than the exception in the West, fatigue, chronic fatigue, and all kinds of ailments that go along with this. We seem to be even more lost, if that's possible, about diet and nutrition, But all these things combined pale in comparison to the one critical factor in my view. Which is rejection of God, denial of God, God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. I did okay <clears throat> for six years, <laughs> not perfectly by any means. Um, and part of my success, more than okay, that I was, uh, as mentioned earlier, I was uh, comforted at times, guided, inspired by the Master himself, Jesus, Yeshua, and and his angels other times. This is interesting. When I started my healing practice, graduating from Shiasu school, yes, in 93, again, exactly 30 years ago. Uh, halfway point, right from the beginning, I would do an invocation in silence, the beginning of every treatment, right from the beginning of my practice, back in 93, or even 92, when I was uh, practicing in the the student clinic, so it's actually 31 years that I've been treating patients. Yeshua's name would be, it was always the first name that I call in my silent prayer. And at the end, too, thanking the guides, the masters, and in other ceremonies as well. I usually had... Always, in fact, almost always had a picture, some representation of Jesus on my altar, my main altar, and perhaps other altars as well, because, yeah, and yet I hadn't come to that place of hmm, total surrender and and dedication, which happened 30 years later in, in 2023, which is the end of 2022 hmm. and everything changed. If this isn't the name for you, find it. We believe there is one true God. And our God is a Trinity. Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Do you see right away the femi- how the feminist movement created waves? <laughs> well, what about the mother and the daughter and you know, the crone? And, yeah, of course, these are important uh, aspects of, of being human. Look how the, the radical left, I call them the new Marxists, are treating women today. It, it almost seems like all of, the, all of the efforts, struggle, the protests, demonstrations for women's liberation and equality have all just been flushed down the toilet by the, the Marxists without hardly any outcry from the feminists. Yes, I'm, I'm speaking <clears throat> specifically about this transgender agenda. It's um, disturbing, to say the least. And how, of course, it points to something very disturbing, which is um, the children, and uh, how these same bureaucrats and influencers, social media, etc., on the left, are promoting gender... Aff- oh, I don't you want, want to remember the names because it's so creepy. Gender-affirming care this is one way they describe it. If we really look at it, it is, it's evil. Plain and simple. There's no other way to describe it. Even the thought, the thought of castrating a young man, even in his adolescence, or performing a double mastectomy on a young lady, teenage girl this is outrageous and it cannot be tolerated these people should be locked up and barred for life from ever practicing any type of health care they're calling it health care did you catch that? yeah gender affirming care health care and there's the uh, drag queen story hour they're pushing this radical perverted agenda onto children I have no issue with adults consenting adults uh, (laughs) fantasizing and, and pursuing their own fantasies But not with the children, no. That's that's where it stops, right there. No. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) And they made a big mistake, I feel. I I can't believe that (sighs) it's so open now, you know, because everyone is being exposed to this. Insanity and how can any parent, with with even a semblance of consciousness, awareness, tolerate this indoctrination of the children in schools? The, um, You know, queer positive <clears throat> curriculum, and so on. It's, I never even thought about these things in my childhood, my adolescence. Yeah, and this did lead to some problems, simply because I, I was, I was innocent. I had no idea. You know, so there is some argument there, but we've gone way too far, uh, in my view. So again, I say, Colin, in Jesus' name, come out. Come out of our schools, out of the playgrounds, out of the media. This grooming is what many call it, because it is. It's called Grooming. It has to end, in Jesus' name, amen. WGTN Guatemala
1: Hola, we are Satkirtin and Haridam from the School of Nod, located in the beautiful Sound Temple San Marcos on the shores of Lake Atitlan in Guatemala. We are pleased to announce that after a year and several months of hosting in-person sound facilitator trainings, we are now offering our training course online. Yes, you are still welcome to join us here in the Sound Temple Dome for a three-week in-person experience that is truly transformational as per the testimonies we have gathered from past students. However, if you are not able to travel here for whatever reason, we have good news for you. This past summer, we took the time to record and compile the 10 modules and all relevant resource material included in this 30-hour certification training and developed it as a comprehensive six-week online program. This program is a hybrid of pre-recorded materials along with live ceremony calls and ongoing support through a WhatsApp group chat. Several students have already completed the course, and the results they are witnessing in their professional practice have been extraordinary. We invite you to check out our testimonials from recent graduates to hear for yourself and visit our website to learn more. That's www.schoolofnod.com. We thank you for listening. Now, back to the podcast.
0: WGTN Guatemala So, what's become very clear, again, for Charles and Kristen, in our new direction with the School of Nod and uh, Jesus Kiritan, is our unique story. Feels very special and um, very important story to be shared at this time in human uh, human evolution. <clears throat> the story, of course, moving from New Age to Christ, Jesus Christ, the Christian way. There are, there are already some groups out there, some some online, who are promoting the same type of forum, because many people are making this transition, as we have done, um, and there, there are many more. Suffice to say, for now, that mm, having having devoted half my life, really, and then some, (laughs) yeah, more than half, because uh, the New Age movement caught my attention earlier in my 20s, Mm. I've Seen a lot, say, I've witnessed a lot, experienced a lot. Mm. Um, the whole spectrum, some beautiful experiences, profound moments. Um, and yet, at the same time, the shortcomings, the, the regrets, and confusion, even. looking back, It's clear, see, that my, my quest from day one was to find God within and without. To come to that place of deep knowing, deep inner peace, intuition guided by divine Spirit, which I know, now know as Holy Father, His, His only begotten Son and the Holy Spirit. What joy, what peace comes with this knowing, this surrender. As many of you know, if if you've come through the New Age movement, as I have done, uh, anything but simple and mm, joyous at times can be confusing. Especially when we don't have a clear understanding or even concept of what God is. Why? What what is our purpose with these practices, with meditation, for example? So I'm going to leave it here for now, because there's so much more to say on these subjects, these themes, so important, and I'm going to leave it with a question. Question that I should have asked myself a long time ago. Can you define this nebulous new age? What is it? What is the new age? What does it mean? Does it have some time signature, time stamp? I don't know about you, but I've been hearing the same term (laughs) for more than three decades. Still common. Mm -hmm. I'm going to leave it at that. I have much that I can say. And uh, I welcome your thoughts, your response. Please do comment in the comment section of our podcast and or uh, YouTube if you're listening on our YouTube channel. And and we promise to respond. We love we love receiving feedback on our social media. So I'll leave it there as a question. What is the new age? And m- more specifically What has been your experience with it, your interaction with it? Has it changed over time? (laughs) Thank you for listening. Uh, If you like what you hear, feel free to share with your friends, with your network. And uh, until next time, blessed be Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you for tuning in. Please make sure to subscribe so not to miss a single episode.
1: We depend on you, our listeners, to build and expand our audience, to share the nod.
0: So, if you like what you hear, please do not hesitate to share with your friends, Family and community. Oh, Sat